ladies and gentlemen welcome back once again to an amazing some might say awesome roundup and review of elimination chamber 2001 as always i am the ever humble pete titans creed neverco joined by the great kevin the kevin eva eva i came to review and joined by uh the man who's not Sasha Banks in it. One, Mr. John Turbo Finley. Proving it all wrong, aren't I? I mean, all you're doing is you're proving you're just a, a thorn in my side. <laughs> yes, we are here to talk about Elimination Chamber 2001. Hot off 2021, not 2001. 2021. Hot off the presses. We're doing this relatively early in the grand scheme of things. But yes. Overall thoughts, quickly, around the table. Not bad. I would concur. It wasn't terrible. Just the middle. Not bad. The, right the, in the, the middle. The non the non elimination chamber matches were shit. <laughs> One match was was the non elimination absolute. chamber matches were shit. Okay, you see that there, but hey, it's fine. How Not dare you. bad. <laughs> But yes, we will plow through the card, starting with, as we mentioned, off the cuff, um, that Keith Lee was probably getting removed from the triple threat match. The pre-show match started with a fatal four-way for to take Keith Lee's spot for the US title spot match thing. So we had John Morrison and other people. <laughs> it was that forgettable. Really? Was it... I was I was going to say, I would hope hope to God that, you know, people like Ricochet and Mustafa Ali would get a little bit of notoriety, but... Uh... Rick, where's Ricochet been? Ricochet's not been on tel on Raw television for like... Yeah, but months. when he does make an appearance, he does try to... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I do apologize. I think I was... I think I actually went downstairs to make dinner, so I actually had food for this. And then I remember having my wireless headset down in the kitchen, and then I heard the... Of Ricochet's entrance, and then I just took the headset off because I fucking hate that they added that to his entrance. Uh, well, it's it's you know you know for well they can't leave well alone like like the sword noises on McIntyre and the creaky the same noise damn thing. on was it, the, the creaky noise on um what's his face yeah oh Alistair Black Alistair well don't Black. worry about that because he's not even being showcased on TV at the moment so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Why? it's retribution were there. Yeah, retribution were there. They did nothing as usual. Um, it it they really only was a little bit bad. And then just didn't really care. It, <laughs> it it was very thrown together, and once again, not even an Asuka. They could have literally just done an Asuka squash match for the pre-show, just so she did something. Mm. Well, well, apparently, you know, because of the Lacey Evans issue, obviously, oh, we can't find a replacement to replace Lacey but Evans. It's oh, not well. like it's not like there's a billion women backstage ready. To I know. It's like it's like <laughs> we have a division. <laughs> What's that? For, uh. Yeah, just there's loads of people just ready and willing to go. I can think throw of Natty five. in there with her. That'll, that'll, I can think that'll of be five. a nice. Individuals from the windows, 
women's division that could have been. Uh, Natty's on SmackDown. You know. Who cares? It's Natty. Doesn't matter. Natty's one of those where it doesn't matter. She, she, she needs something so to fill a gap. A she just shoved Neidhart at it. She's so good. She's a free agent. That's where. That's where we got to. She's the. Jo- she's. Jo- she's John Cena. You know, she does, does, so, doesn't matter to her. This was just a nothing match. Like, like at least it was. At least it was so random that no one really knew who was going to win it. You know. Hmm. But at the same but, time, did anybody care? No, because not, none of these guys who were going to win this match were invested in the U.S. title scene, so therefore they weren't going to win the match anyway. No, they should That's have just I- had. They should have just had a singles match. That's yeah, that's, that, that's why we our predictions were all based on the mm. the two we knew were mm. going to be part. Yeah, the, the only yeah. reason this didn't get changed to a singles match is because the finish. That's literally the finish of the triple threat match is literally the only reason it didn't get turned down to a singles match. Mm. Anyway, so it all ended up with um, Ali looking stupid, Retribution looking more stupid. Uh, and John Morrison proclaiming to the world, "Look, I can do a schoolboy." Like, ah, yeah, ah. He did get out of that ring pretty fucking sharpish. Yeah, of course he would. Oh well. So yes, on to the first match of the actual card. We had the SmackDown number one contenders elimination chamber match. Uh, I'm going to see if I can remember all of the names without me looking. Um, Kevin Owens, Cesaro. Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Um, it was it was a good match, good chamber match. I like this. Um, for some reason, the mics were massively tuned up, or they had mics in the actual boxes now, and we could just hear all the literal like shit talk. <laughs> Oh, 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 we, they turned it way up on this first chamber match. Like, compared to the other chamber match, this was like, they had that up way no, up. No, no, both matches were just as bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> plus Owens is just generally loud anyway. Uh, well, well but... yeah, well, you had Kevin Owens in a pod, Sami Zayn in a pod, and Kofi in a pod. Three very loud noises that were happening during that <laughs> match. It was yeah. Kofi was just putting the mouth on everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yep. <laughs> Kofi wouldn't shut the he hell was, up. Uh, I think he was telling Orton that he'd uh, done some good work on his abs. Yeah, that was yeah. good. No, his, ca- his calves. He was going on and saying, "Yeah, those <laughs> squats. Those squats, Randy. Those squats." Uh, he was totally trying to make. Randy Corpse. Yeah. 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 I think I think that was the case. I think that was probably the bet going in. There was a bet. There was a bet. All three of them was like, it's like, right, guys, we're gonna mess up with uh, you know the beginning of the match. How we're gonna do? How we're gonna break any of these guys? And it's like, you know, taking bets, taking bets. Bets. But no, I love this match. Match is good. It's like, um, like especially the ending. Well, I mean, you started off with Brian and uh, Cesaro. Cesaro, yeah, it kept it's my like... interest. I tell you what, if it was, if it was, um, yeah, some others, I, I like if it was Kofi and Jay, it might not have held my attention as much. But that that was it was a great way to start, and it was the thread throughout 
obviously the pair of them we've got the the two um proper uh wrestlers um the, the map technicians it it was a joy it was a joy this this actually the entire chamber was just full of i don't i don't because obviously on the predictions myself and pete both went for cesaro didn't we mm-hmm. uh, and even though cesaro didn't win he was the mvp of the thing oh yeah um he he, he had he spots for everybody oh yeah he was using like utilizing the cage a lot during that he, match. yeah he he was having he was having like like little signature spots of everybody yeah. so it's gonna be and interesting then, to see how that where that goes from there and his uh, ring psychology was really good as well yeah there was a load I, I, loads load of good stuff there we had um brian uh, supposedly tweaking his knee early on um yeah that was a story throughout the entire team yeah we, we, uh, did, did you guys catch owens Telling shouting. Cesaro, yes, yeah, yeah. shouting at Cesaro. Yeah. It's his his knee. His he was calling out pretty much everything they should do to just get people knocked down. Yeah, which is, which is, uh, again, it's one of those little great things about about Owens. But we had we had, we had, we had Brian Cesaro battling, like I say, battling throughout. They had the story of Brian's knee. Um, who's Uso coming out last and everyone sort of going, even the commentary going, yeah, you're probably thinking this is pretty convenient. <laughs> I mean, it was something I, I, I put it like in the Discord, I definitely turned around and said, I've got a twinge at the back of my neck. I think Uso's just going to win and then just lay down for Roman. It was certainly a possibility. It, it was, was certainly a possibility, a possibility wasn't it? I'll tell you, the only person who... I mean, Sammy was, Sammy was bloody brilliant. I loved Sammy because uh, Sammy was bump was bumping around, obviously. But Sammy tried desperately. Look, we're with, with Kevin. Knows, we're friends. We're friends. It's like, yeah, um, <laughs> about that. Um, the only person who really didn't really do anything was Corbin. There was no point in Corbin being in there. A mannequin would have had the same effect as Baron Corbin. Yeah, but here's the thing: he wasn't the first one to be eliminated, which was weird. He was it not. Was, it was Orton who was eliminated by a surprise elimination from Kofi. Like Kofi just like rolled him up and, uh, you know. And yeah, I got the feeling that that wasn't meant to happen. It was this sort of weird. It, it, it did show show that a little bit, but I think it was still planned. It was this weird sort of bucking Bronco pin. Yeah. Because like I mean, Orton was, it was like on the floor and. What? Either it was planned, which it was very good chance, or like AJ had some fucking amazing communication <laughs> to be like, I'm gonna get in there because they fucked up. I don't. I I th- I think it was planned because, l- like, we've had issues before. Like, um, I rem- I recall the. Intercontinental... You, you guys are conflating. Hang on, just we're conflating the two chambers here because we're talking about. Univers- oh wait, yeah, you're right. Universe, <laughs> we've merged the two. Shoot. Sorry. Universal I... title is Brian, I... Cesaro, Uso, Owens, Corbin, and Zayn. Sorry. We've been, but we've been also talking about we've all been talking about Orton and Kofi and stuff. Um, reset. <laughs> reset. Smackdown. It's the uh, blue one. Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's go back to the point that. Uh, did so, so, so start so, so it did start off with like I say um 
the uh, mannequin who, who honestly didn't do anything um, 17 minutes in Cesaro eliminated Corbin with a sharpshooter no less Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which was good. We then had uh, Owens eliminating Zayn uh, about nine minutes down the line. Mm-hmm. And then that would lead to a very unique spot where um, Jay shut the cage door on Owens' arm and just super kicked him to hell hell. Yeah, it's, it's, like, the, it's the sort of thing, we, sort of thing we've shot. seen with obviously the Hell in a Cell. Uh, well, but yeah. not with not with the chamber, not with elimination chamber. Because that's a big ass door. That's a big ass door. Um, with um, yeah, so that that there was always like Jey Uso came in. This sort of sort of I do like the the characterization of Jey Uso. It's like just always his attacks is like very very fresh, very desperate. All the all the time, when he actually gets a gets a flurry, it is full on, and you're not quite sure when he's going to stop. Um, but this is this this came after Kevin had a like a bunch of a bunch of offense and was kind of on the offensive, and then as you say, there was the the arm in the door spot, and it kind of got curtailed in a hurry. Um, it then kind of went back to Cesaro and Brian, uh, which was Again. even better. We had we had ver- we had various versions of the swing throughout. He had the swing on Corbin. He uh, decided to Nia Jacks swing. Was that on Corbin? I thought it was on Jay. Uh, the initial the initial swing was the the actual full swing in the ring was on Corbin. Oh yeah, the, what, the one the, in Jay, the, the, the one, the one was... into the the cave. The first, the, the second one of which went straight into the post, and that was a bit. Off. Mm. Um, and, and then, then the, the the third the third swing was the one legged swing with all the weight on the bad knee of uh, Brian. Yeah, on Brian, which I, was, that was good. That, that was, was really again. Good. It's just it's just it's just little little things, little things that just make you think. Ah, you know, the guy's very clever and very tactical wrestler. Are always be interrupted by Master Uso. Super kick to the face. Super kick to the face. <laughs> Super kick patties. Uh, 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 copyright infringement. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> there's, yeah, and yeah, he, he he eliminated Cesaro to, and everyone just went ah. Um, <laughs> well, I well, I went damn it earlier because Owens was eliminated earlier. Owens was eliminated earlier. Yeah, yeah. So was... I was out, out of the running on that. Uh, I was. I, I, at that you're point, never thinking. You're never thinking about the match that's happening. You only care about the belt. I see how it is. I'm sorry. There are all. The, there are all sorry, these people doing their profession. Like that as well. You care about. <laughs> Not at all. Because I knew I was keeping the belt. <laughs> yeah, he, what, he, kind of, what kind of logic is that? I, I'd like to say, he knew he was, he knew he was keeping the belt. Oh, he's next to John. There's... 
<laughs> no, when I was defending. When Rangers yes, when you were defending. Oh, yeah. when... This was a, this was a good chamber yeah. match, uh, and it led into a really good opener for the match versus Reigns with the eventual winner of Daniel Bryan. Yes. Um, the opener was brilliant. It's just a shame that you know it all went as expected. Um, uh, with Reigns just yes. beating down an exhausted Bryan to then get speared by Edge who then pointed at a sign and made fireworks magically appear. Yeah. Oh, he, he's, oh, he's he, got, somebody's got to have he, that he aspect. He got the sign of... excited. You got a sign excited. It couldn't take it anymore. It got really man. excited and it just blew it load. Man, you, do you know, do you know the foreplay that Kane had to do before Raw ever started to get that, to get all four ring posts just go just there just lubing up the post yeah it's just there just like just before yeah. it's like some, some nice music some, 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 some soft mood lighting yep stroking the ring post so after a short intermission while they're setting up for the next match we had it confirmed by Michael Cole that Edge is indeed challenging uh, Reigns at Wrestlemania even though there's fast lane still in the way and we had this whole big hullabaloo of Edge going I'll wait until Elimination Chamber to, you know, make my bet and not, you know, oh, there's another pay-per-view between, you know, us and Mania. Oh, uh, yeah. He kind of get he kind of has the foresight that Reigns is this champion, this arrogant champion that he says, oh, I don't want to do this, or I don't, I arrogant. didn't want to. He's, he is he's, arrogant. No, he's not arrogant. He's smart. I I would kind after the end of that match I would concur with John because there was the whole thing about him sort of holding the belt up and sort of taunting Brian like saying you're always ready are you like thinking he's fucking Matt Cardona he's <laughs> so yeah you're, so you're the one who's always ready for anything it's like he just had a fucking elimination chamber match it doesn't matter it doesn't make any I mean, sense he, he was that. ready Technically, he was ready. Yes, he was on the yeah, floor, I, but he, he was ready. I, he was he was on the ball. He did try that one, uh, you know, the the counter submission, um, which was you know, yeah from that from spear, the... and and that was that obviously I, a great surprise. But we all kind of knew. Yeah, range. I, I am a little tired. I am a little tired now of seeing any time Romans in the ring, it descending into mounting and punches. We're, we're we're getting that a little bit too. It's like it's like this is this is, this is the section of the match where Roman just goes Whoa, and turns well, the guy he over. Go, he goes and just punches them into death. Yeah, he goes into Samoan mode and just like goes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the, the the blind rage of the head of the table. But it's just like okay, yeah, you know, it's. it's I don't mind it. The the problem I have with it is that sometimes it does look like it it's hitting a little bit too real and you have to look away from the screen that's my only problem with it he doesn't pull the punches no. um neither were certain punches pulled later in the show which we'll get to by the uh, way this is daniel bryan after all as well so i'm surprised he was going on for uh, a little more harder than usual i mean because, you could tell yeah. you could tell the hit was like there yeah like it's not a fist. It's not a closed fist. That's an illegal move, John. A closed fist. God, don't you know anything you mark? Fucking hell. 
Pete. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. By the way, Pete, we've had some concerns about you. Next oh, prediction: we're going to have the, you know, the referee check the soles of your feet. Uh huh. Okay. Just in case. Uh-huh. You know. Do you know what's do you know what's on the sole of my feet? I'm dread to think, but that's the reference. There's anything, there's anything that's in the middle of my hand. I mean if you got if you got fingers growing out of there, buddy, I mean you'd... How do you think I'm so agile? Come on. Anyway, so <laughs> up up next we have um the United States triple threat match. Uh mm, riddle. Uh, Bobby of the Lashleys and John Morrison. You know what? He... I, I know. I knew that. I knew that Bobby Lashley was losing this within thirty seconds of him coming out. Is it the co- it's the commentators thing? Isn't it? They yeah. say something. They say. Yeah. Do you know he's whole? He's held the belt for this. Hasn't he been? Hasn't he been impressive? He's held the belt for this. Oh, well, that's the longest reign I in so and so. Oh, I can't thought, see him losing. I almost thought they were going to give it to Morrison <sighs> under the premise of it's the one belt that's eluded uh, Morrison, but to give what, him a grand slam. At, any, like, at what point? What actually? That would be quite good actually because wait, grand yeah, slam. He never won the WWE title. But, he's but had he, a world championship because he's been ECW world champion. That doesn't count. Yes, it, it does. does because it's a world uh, championship. It does because they brought it back into storyline thanks to the Miz. The Miz actually made it canon. <laughs> but oh but God. actually, that would be really good for him because you know his whole Slam Town gimmick. Gimmick. If it was actually a grand I, slam. Look, after the end of what happened of Chamber, having Morrison with the United States belt, I think would have been fucking amazing. No, what would have been better was if he'd won the 24-7. As a little extra cherry on top for the Miz if he took the Mm. belt away from Bad Bunny. At least about that, the better. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, um... Lashley, I'm really coming around to Lashley. Like, this aggressive streak... Working with MVP has obviously been golden. I just Morrison was just unfortunately thrown in, and I think the ending of the match was shit because I can't remember why the fuck MVP's on crutches. Oh no, that's uh, be- legitimate. It's be- yeah, it's it's legitimate. Um, oh, right. He was injured in the the match from SmackDown. Was it Raw? Raw. Raw. Um, he had a match with Riddle. Didn't he? Right. Uh, against Riddle, yeah. Against Riddle and got. I couldn't. His, I couldn't his knee got that. His knees it's legitimately first, hurt as a result. It's the first time I'd seen him with a crutch. Uh, I think the ending was shit. Uh, personally, um, it, what, I, what, I, I really, I fully expected a pin to happen on either like Riddle or Morrison. I, I just think the ending was shit. I don't understand, Pete. What do you mean? What could possibly be bad for a face just getting a crutch and hitting the while the heels across the back? I, I don't what 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 could possibly be bad and mixed messages about that. But when you're when you're editing this video, I just want you to put the subtitle of like inaudible sighing. Like that's it. Just endless the inaudible endless, sighing. Yes, that's that's all that you need is my response. I like, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love. I actually really like this match, um, with the exception of Riddle and Morrison being in it, which was kind of unfortunate. Because I'm entirely agree. I've been loving Lashley stuff recently. It's very much similar to his uh, TNA 
second it very, TNA it run. It feels very much like it's his Hall of Pain moment. Yeah. He, he like, full-on unleashed Bobby Lashley mm. is fun. Uh, it's fun to see him he you know, tossing fools around. around. Toss, yeah. Him mowing down fools. Remember, we've got to remember the last time he faced Riddle. He pretty much destroyed Riddle. Mm. No, no heel shenanigans. He beat his ass. Which then give, makes you question why he was actually in the match in, to begin with. But, huh. You know, one of those things. John, what did you think of this one? I see. I wasn't as, you know, uh, judgmental on this match because I actually liked how it was working, how Riddle was working in the match. Like, he did pull off some really good stuff in it. Like, you know, throwing Lashley over the top rope and then, ha you know, his actual offense being impressive against Morrison and, you know, uh, and, you know, just before the finish, you know, pulling off some of his uh, kind of like a signature and finishers. Um, but no, it's like, I, I actually did enjoy this a bit better than you guys. Like, for, you know, all the competitors mm. in it. I mean, I... granted, yeah, the, the finish is a bit, obviously, you know, this, this simple note of um, keeping Lashley strong and using Morrison as the, uh, the lapdog of uh, the finish. And now imagine, imagine the same finish but with Morrison, you swap it for Keith Lee, and then Keith Lee has to take that pinfall. Yeah, I know. In that situation. I think, I, think that, I think that's probably the reason why they took him out. It's because yeah. it's like, uh, if if they did have uh, Lee still in the match, he would still ha have eaten the pinfall. And I bet the boys... I, think, I bet you it Bobby Lashley... Damaged his I bet, character. Ah, here's the thing. I think Bobby Lashley said, guys, you have to take him out, because that'll hurt him. If you if you do this finish and you have Riddle pin him to get my title, that's gonna hurt his character. You could see, you, 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 can't could let, see you can't do Lashley that doing that actually. Yeah. Um. So I I tell you what was really good actually the the whole thing of I mean commentary made note of this Lashley staying in the ring, letting them come to him. He because he he fought a handicap match. Yeah. Um. Well, with you had this weird thing where you had the again, again the face of the heel on the. On the other heel on the outside, basically talking strategy because like, well, we can't handle this guy. Mm. <clears throat> I'd say Morrison's more a tweener. I mean, he he, te he he technically is, but I think in in WWE parlance, obviously, there's no real such a thing as a tweener mm. unless you're Kurt Angle. Um. So there's yeah no there was uh, it, I mean we they took the belt off Lashley, which was. It turns out a good thing. Yeah, because obviously there was word before this before this match that Lashley was wanting to do bigger things down yeah. the line. Do you notice he uh, he kept that quiet before predictions, don't you, Kev? Um, there 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 had been mutterings, but it wasn't I it wasn't that strong to go on. In fairness. In fairness to the smiley yeah, I mean, one there. I mean, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it as we get there. I, I just wonder if if we're elevating Bobby Lashley and after his work with the US title, good luck. Does that mean like Cedric Alexander or somebody else from Hurt Business comes in as like because because I I can't well, see Hurt still Business. Got, they've still got to deal with the tag championships. Yeah, 
but the, but but you're not telling me Hurtbiz is going to let this go. Well, the tag the tag because obviously you guys aren't don't watch Raw, but the tag belts are in that uh, strange place of um, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are constantly arguing with each other while they're in the matches and shit. Yeah, so. it's it, it's not only the problem on Raw; it's this problem on SmackDown as well. The tag the tag division has completely been. Well, I'm not, not talking about the division. Down. I'm talking about them as the Hurt Business, though. Yeah, but I, I, I think they'll, I think they'll keep going and straighten it out. But it would be a, an interesting if they lose the tag belts or something. It would be an interesting way to get. Yeah, Cedric would be a good the, fit uh, for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, as a heel faction, or just as a faction generally, the Hurt Business is not one to forget. Is not one to just go? Oh no, no, no! We're not. We're we're done with you. No, screw you. We we want revenge on you. I, so I I kind of like that about her business. I kind of hope the hurt business hangs around for a while. Yeah, but no, they're doing good. They're the, doing the, good work. The, the problem the problem with pushing Bobby Lashley to the moon for the heavyweight belt this close to Mania when there's obviously a program going on. I mean, we'll see what happens post Raw and obviously on the road to Fastlane, but. Mm. Obviously, uh, obviously, the champion is going to be ducking Bobby Lashley for a while. So, yeah. Shall we talk about the black hole that is the women's tag team championship match? Hey, well, uh... shall, shall, shall we? Shall we talk about how instead of the SmackDown Women's Championship champion and her probably going to be challenge challenger actually having a fall away uh, like feud, and that's the reason they lose. It's neither Jax or Baszler. It's another male from outside the match interfering. What, what was I going on about last review? I know. What, 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 I, I, was watch, I, I was watching this and I was just going, I hate being right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's the monkey's paw. <laughs> no, 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 no that was, that's a different monkey's paw. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I bloody well what hope did, so. What did, I say, what did I say in that last show as well? And it's like, hmm, I'm getting sick and tired of these males being in, interfering with the women's division and all that. Oh well. Yes, you definitely uh, did. It's just me. I'm just uh, obviously saying rubbish anyway because everyone liked that 24 7 bit. You're it's just, not going to affect mark. everything else. You're just a mark. <laughs> That's your excuse. He's not a sommelier though. It's fine. Because it's true. It's like why we? It's like why? I'm guessing he was just cheaper than Carmella for that given night, or or Carmella had booked days off or something, or no, she didn't book days off. I don't. Lover boy was busy commentating. I, 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 I I don't get it. Um, the match was dire. Not only was the ending shit because of what was going on but Jax just wasn't connecting properly with the moveset oh, Baszler yeah. was looking to be some what? kind of like fucking I don't know what was the hell was individual what the hell was that whole oh throw her on me and it just looked like they were going with, like Bella was just sort of going oh yeah do this and then I just going what I have no idea if the story is going to be uh, this is the distraction that is going to allow Bianca to get the one up on Sasha at Wrestlemania right. what 
or if this is a way for Carmella to reinsert herself back into the title picture or what, I don't get it. It's garbage. And the fact that this match was even on the main card upsets me. Mm-hmm. It, I'll t- tell you what, there was, there was all, it was really janky. Um, Bella did the worst kiss of death I think I've ever seen. Um, she sort of just delicately planted Shayna Baszler. Yeah, and it it kind of took me out of the match at that point. I mean, I was already out with the the weird thing at the beginning with the, with the, with the dancing, <laughs> the dancing. <laughs> Throw her on me. It I'm, it was bad. It was a bad I'm, match. I'm not looking forward to like I I. I, I I don't know. I'm not invested in this entire storyline. Like, I, I'm not. I'm probably not even gonna fucking. I'm tuning well, for it. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. It's two storylines. Hmm. It's two stories that was all sort of like shoved together there. In that you got the tag title stuff going on, and then you've got the the women's championship. And and uh, like you like. I mean, hell, it's, it's not it's invested not... either of them. I mean, granted, it's not as bad as the three that we had with uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jackson, Oscar, and uh, Charlotte uh, at that point. But I mean, the, the biggest yeah, the, the, big, the biggest the biggest problem with those matches is um, Charlotte and Nia just sorry, Charlotte and Baszler don't wrestle well together, and that's visibly every time you they get in the ring together. And then those matches were tarred by Lacey Evans and Ric Flair's interference. So, but, yeah, it's just this match was bad. The finish was bad. The match was oh, bad. Oh, the the finish was absolutely garbage. Absolutely. The the it's it's your typical distraction finish with a very very poor attempt of uh, from Nia Jax to try to get to Sasha because I don't know what she was trying to do it was a fucked up, to... it fucked up clothesline yeah. to the back of the head really the, bad back to more of the back of the solar plexus more like um and uh yeah it's all right. just it's all right, though. Pick, picking her up for the Simone drop and that was it she's gonna go to NXT and injure some up and coming talent next so oh god god knows can we talk about something a bit better uh, let's yes. look at the WWE Championship match. Now, this one, let's see if I can get the con- competitors right on this one. So, this had uh, Orton and Jeff Hardy starting. It had Sheamus, AJ Styles, uh, Kofi Kingston, and uh, Drew in the cages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was g- good. It was good, but not as good as the first one. No. Like, the problem, like some of the stuff in here, obviously, like like we were, uh, like I accidentally revealed earlier, and whatnot. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> like, like, like with the the magic of uh, forgetfulness. I think, look, I was I was invested in this. I think once we once the first pod opened, and you know we had we had Drew, Drew. in there. Um, I mean, Jeff, Drew was Jeff, probably Jeff the best Hardy, thing. About Jeff Hardy versus Orton. Yeah, they're workhorses. Yeah, they they're good at what they do. But they're so old that we've seen everything they do 
now. You know, like there's not going to be anything different that we see there. But unless, unless uh, what was it? Unless Orton ripped off uh, or someone ripped off uh, a piece of the chain from uh, the cage, put it inside of uh, Jeff Hardy's, uh, uh, you know, oh, God. Uh, ear in hole. Sean, don't give him ideas. I mean, it was it was actually quite nice that they they checked that on commentary because I wondered if they would because obviously it, it was like hyper violent at the time. Yeah, it was but, like, yeah. oh yes, they tried to tear his ear apart. Yes, the the finish the finish was good. Um, obviously, the person I want I wanted to win didn't win because you know AJ Styles is a moron and hit fucking Sheamus after he kicked Drew in the face. Who's the mark now? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm not a mark. Just want what I want. AJ is Can someone tell me, however, after we've had an elimination chamber match through the years where we've had Ric Flair pass a fucking sledgehammer into Triple H, why the fuck management is coming in and banning people from ringside? Um, in an elimination you, chamber match where there's if no you disqualification. Destroy the cage. Well, this is the thing. This is why I'm saying AJ is the mark. He's like, yeah, take take the pod apart, rip the pod apart. What the the pod that? Yes, look look at him go. Look at him tear the plexiglass off this pod. Oh wait, is this the same pod that Sammy kind of knocked the back off of accidentally in the previous one? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yes, it's very impressive. Very impressive. The, just, the, the glue's get... still damp. <laughs> like almost is still outside the cage. You know, the the idea like, that the idea that Adam Pearce had any kind of authority at that point. I like, I like the fact that Omos, like anybody else as a wrestler who is the same same height as Adam Pearce, let's just say that squares up to Omos. Omos just lurches over them, and they're like, "Nah, bruv." But when it's Adam Pearce, he's like, "Get out, go, go." Omos is, Omos is not even a registered WWE wrestler. He technically has. His bills are paid by his his, um, his wages are paid by AJ Styles. You know, technically Adam Pierce has no authority over him, but Adam Pierce runs out there, fucking same size as the other wrestler, tells Omos to leave, and Omos has a little tantrum, stamps his feet, and walks up the ramp. I I, I did oh, laugh. I did laugh at AJ going, like, "Don't go." Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, oh. Oh. I. I it's, it's the logic of it, you know. It's his. It's it's his turn. This, what, this, what, this, what's this, Omos going to do if he turns around Adam Pearce and says no? What? What? Suspended. Ooh. Well, I don't well, wrestle anyway. The, the best. The best that he could do is obviously find him. Uh, you know, in some way or fashion, and say whether he's whether he's employed or not, they can still put can uh, find him find... in the building. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. You can go back yeah. to Raw Underground. What do you? I'm... Hey, hey, hey! Shane sort of acknowledged him regarding yeah, that. Yeah, but Omos didn't, and they were just like, like it was just, it blew my mind. But oh my god, like I don't, it, it's silly shit like that. Like, what's he gonna do, Omos? Look under the ring, find me a chair, pass me this chair through this massive hole in the well, thing. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, he could do if we, more, if more kind of like interruptions. Now, if we're now going to ban anybody who breaks the plexiglass on there, then you know um, Otis should have got banned from the uh, the tag team elimination chamber. Well, the last he ran time through we... it. Ah, he broke it. He broke the plexiglass on the side and he left the. He should have been banned. 
It makes no sense. <coughs> as no, you're making no sense on that factor. Because, or you know, did did Omos take the plexiglass off and make a hole in the cage? Yes. Yes. Did Otis run through a cage and break plexiglass? But on the he back of the was cage? the he was a competitor and not. Um, it, 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 it's one of those things. I know, Pete. I know, <laughs> but in WWE land, in WWE land, it makes all the difference. In that you're an outside. You're. It, look, it, I know this is a no disqualification match. So, but oh, it's an outside is. factor trying to undo. We've seen people. We've seen people do. You know, break into hell in the cells before, and you know, cut the lock and stuff, and then get ejected. So in that case, it's like a similar thing. Yeah, it's it's the same back in uh, it's similar it, in 2000, but, 2000, yeah, 2000. Yeah, where, but you are, you are, uh, but at the same time, you're right. Are you in are the, you in, telling me that you guys would not have wanted to see Drew square up to Omos? No, you save that for another day. You see what I'm saying? I, I personally, I just hope Omos never says anything. He needs to be like Lurch in the Adams family, and just any time that. He, anytime there's any kind of displays, he just has to go. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, besides, besides, if we'd have gone into the Amos thing, we'd have distracted from anybody with everything else. Um, I did like the reason why, though, this whole thing uh, with Omos and the plexiglass took place was that uh, AJ being smart and saying, you know, Orton. Got eliminated in under nine minutes. Mm. Randy Randall Keith Orton under nine minutes was eliminated, and then obviously RKO'd Kofi and with his bucking Bronco pin, uh, and Jeff because you know fuck you Jeff Hardy, yeah. um, and it actually made sense if he because because he was gonna be the next guy in, mm-hmm. so it, it kind of behooved him to get in there and try and get rid of a couple of people quick. So that. Was that was good, uh, the, the, but yeah, I, I, I sort of, but so I agree with you, and if one of these times I agree with both of you, <laughs> because that there was there was the precedent for for it, and it does go against the logic of the no disqualification thing where anything goes. Um, but Someone- hey. John, what did you think of the match? It was okay. Like I said, it's not as good as... I didn't feel it was better than the first Chamber match in the uh, during that... Uh, during the pay-per-view. Um, but Drew, he kept himself being strong. I'll give... I'll give uh, the thing. This whole thing was very reminiscent of... Um, New Year's revolu- uh, resolution or revolution, um, two thousand six five. I can't remember where John six, Cena. I think. Yeah, uh, or I, where John Cena, but, uh, after a have ha- you know hefty defending off the title and whatnot. Although granted, in that version, John Cena was bloodied and whatnot, and it's like he was like went through an absolute war, and that was the same for Drew. Drew went through a whole war with all all the guys that were in here, um, especially with Sheamus. Obviously, Sheamus Sheamus like he obviously you, you he's obviously trying to be menacing, trying to be intimidating, and whatnot. But he's not looking at 
Drew while Drew's making the work against, you know, uh, AJ Styles and uh, uh, Kofi and uh, Hardy. He's just in, he's, he's goes back to him and he's just like, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. That, that was a really good camera shot. Yeah. There was a couple so, of, there was a couple of things where they were looking specifically when they were focusing through the pods, mm-hmm. which were really good camera shots. The one where they got the camera it was part way behind the light post, not so much. <laughs> but yeah, that that in particular oh. was a really good shot. Also, one of, one of the spots that happened, uh, I, I think it was with Jeff, I think, where Drew threw Jeff into, or tried to throw him in, into uh, one of the pods. And then he just shouts at the cameraman and it's like, told you to get out of the way. And it's like, but where was yeah. he going to go? Where well, was this poor guy going to go? He was smacking the corner by the yeah. pod. There was literally was nowhere like, for the camera guy to go. I, I, think, I think this is what he was like with the camera. It was like, he, he was, yeah, he was like, he was right in the back. Was like, told him to move. Shall I tell you my biggest problem with yeah, Drew winning the, the chamber as a whole? And why he probably... Because he's been seen, with the exception of... I think one match on Raw and the one match versus Randy Orton on pay-per-view. He's been shown to be this indestructible monster on the level of Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. The man kicks out of F5s, he kicks out of Spears and he kicks out of like the, the jackhammer and everything else. The man lasts from third all the way to the end of the chamber, wins it, you know, it looks pretty, pretty fucking good for it. But, I mean, after that, what does it take in a normal everyday match to to beat Drew McIntyre? Like, if, if, he, if he goes on to WrestleMania and it's not some form of gimmick match and it was a, a straightforward one-on-one, how do you do it? Like, he's he's been built up to this point of being, like, so unbeatable. Like at least with the stuff that we have with Roman Reigns, he lo- he gets caught unawares. He looks vulnerable at times. He acts like he's a normal person. But Drew's just be- been built up to be this unbeatable monster. And I'm not sure if they're trying to go for the whole um, who like this. We've only we've done this entire storyline so that you you feel like Brock Lesnar can actually beat the Undertaker and the Streak. Like that that is that what they're going for? Like, because it's not paying off for me, anyway. So, in the in the post chamber with what they've done, I kind of get it, but you know, I also don't because we we've seen we saw a singles match with like uh, spoilers Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre before, and Drew just essentially shrugged it off. And that's my that's my problem with the McIntyre thing. And if it was gonna happen, it was either gonna be at the chamber in the chamber itself, or you know, what's the next step? Uh, Armageddon, Helen, six man Helen the Cell. But that's not gonna be for another half a year. It's uh, the thing that would be the main culprit to eventually weakening uh, Drew would be champions fatigue eventually he would be tired because obviously you know if we were going through the 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 typical kind of like calendar year of of a wwe roster and champions 
they would be wrestling multiple times throughout the week and whatnot. And they were just defending their championship multiple times and whatnot. And eventually, the champion will get fatigue over how many times he's defending the title. And of course, especially during this match, where he went through the Elimination Chamber for an exceedingly long time. Now, granted, all those other matches with Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, they weren't as long as this match. And, of course, it didn't incorporate many other people. It's like... It's just my idea. He's weak in that sense. In that sense... um, In that sense, John, you're right. Because his weakness, McIntyre, is that he wants to be this fighting champion. You know, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll give, you know, I'll give my buddy Sheamus a, a, a shot. Yeah. Well, that's worked idea. out for him, isn't it? He's, suddenly, you've got he's got a new whole new thing, um, and that kind of ties in with how Miz won it because because the one thing well, that he couldn't control was the person that had the control, which is which is Miz. Yeah, Miz, which, Miz, which, Miz called which, the which shot at the time. Yeah, which is opportunity and whatnot. Yeah, and I mean, of I course, mean. I just want to point out your champion's fatigue stuff. Like, if we go back to WrestleMania when, you know, he undeniably ruined Brock Lesnar, yeah? And then the next night he was dealing with The Big Show, moved on to Seth Rollins, yeah? And then and then after, and then we had Bobby Lashley, and then after Lashley, you know, we go into Dolph Ziggler, and then we have this entire feud with Randy Orton, which was, in this order... Uh, an ambulance match. Uh, he then had a random open challenge against Robert Roode, uh, and then it was he lost it eventually in a Hell in a Cell match. You know, and that's after that ridiculously looking table bump outside, and then time to recover to get back around the the cell, back into the ring. Like it's if he had gone through the cage, a la Mick Foley, I get that. But it was bring him all the way back through it, but then he reclaimed it relatively quickly. You know, so the loss there wasn't a champion's fatigue match. That was, I mean, not even in storyline because we've seen him handily beat Orton repeatedly. You know, I mean, the alternative is you cover him with tables and ladders and stuff, and then hit him in the head with a toolbox, and we see how we know how well that works. Yeah. Um. It's whatever the case, though. Um. We had the uh, as. And when everything was said and done, we had a beautiful Claymore. Oh, yeah. The, that was a the one beaut. With, was it with Kofi or... No, uh, a, the, the, the final one with AJ. AJ. Oh, the AJ. final one with the AJ. Out, oh, yes. The out of midair, the, the not de- a deliberate RKO setup type thing. That really was out of nowhere. And it was a beaut. It was bang on. Midair. Midair Claymore. It was also... Very easy to call it was happening. Yes, predictability. But AJ's that... AJ's uh, phenomenal forearm is always a, a nice, easy. Uh, sell, uh, it's an invitation, but it's not nearly as much as the invitation of "Oh look, Randy Orton is on the ground and somebody's gone to the top rope." <laughs> so, so I'll take it. But we de- we then had obviously um, McIntyre McIntyre won. The cage went, the cage chamber went up, and you kind of thought, "Hello, chamber's going up." Well, something's going to happen here. There was basically time. There was oh, time. Oh yeah, 
Don't get me wrong. I'm kind of liking these two and a half hour pay per views. Not gonna lie, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's not. Um, it, it is nice. I've, it does accentuate the problem with Raw. If you have a three hour Raw and a two and a half hour pay per view, um, which hopefully WWE might actually take notice of. You never know. You never know. I, ad I, revenue. I, look, ad, I, look, the, 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 the draw of ad revenue is too strong. Look, but yes, it, um, they, they'll, they'll definitely take notice. We had we had a uh, Bobby Lashley uh, rampage against mm. Drew McIntyre. What we did fail to mention is that before this last chamber match, there was a almost silent camera uh, thing of the Miz <laughs> and MVP chatting, which As... almost because there was no sound made it look like it wasn't meant to be there. But you know, commentary didn't was... mention it either. No, it was didn't. something just something for us, the audience, to pick up on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, obviously, there was this, and uh, people are wondering if The Miz was going to run out, and The Miz did. Uh, there was a... Uh, it, it took way too long. I was expecting uh, McIntyre to literally just Claymore and just walk off. But, uh, no. Uh, the Miz uh, <coughs> did some stuff. McIntyre kicked out. He went for his... Oh, my God. What's it called? The, I can't uh... remember what the face plant's called. Skull crush, uh, crushing finale. Skull crushing finale. Yeah, got that. Got the pin, and Miz is now your uh, WWE champion for the second time. A decade awesome. on. A de yeah, a decade on. Ten um, years. Crazy. I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet being like, this time last year or like close to it, Miz had turned around and went, "If I'm not main event in WrestleMania next year yes. in Hollywood, I'm going to put my career on the line." So. Um, we'll we'll see what happens with that, but you know what, I've I've said in the I think since we've started last minute kick out that I want to see a Miz title run again. We've all like, said the it. man the man has deserved another one. He's he's definitely put in the fucking work. The only thing I don't want to see because obviously we know at WrestleMania it's meant to be Bad Bunny versus the Miz. No. Oh my no god. More. Oh my god. Can we have a champion Not versus anymore. champion? Let's have a champion versus championship Not match anymore. on on Raw, and the Miz can hold the twenty four seven belt and the WWE championship. Belt. Wow. I would I, I I would like to see that. I would like to see it would certainly help twenty four seven the WWE. <laughs> yeah, the WWE championship becomes twenty four seven. But it, but in all seriousness, we got a really interesting setup here because we because obviously this is being recorded prior to, to to Raw for those guys who are watching and listening. So we don't know the you know the the deal the the deal that was made between well, Miz and this this is this is how I predict Raw is going to open. It's going to start with Miz TV, hmm. and MVP and Bobby Lashley are going to be there, and McIntyre is going to walk down and want to claim or someone, but Bobby Lashley is going to get in the way, and we're going to have Bobby Lashley because as the he's enforcer. First. It's going to be Lashley versus Miz at Fastlane. Miz is going to wangle his way out of it somehow because he's a sneaky, dirty heel and he's going to get a disqualification. And then maybe McIntyre will win back the belt in front of a crowd at Mania, which is what I said months ago. If this if this leads to McIntyre, Miz, Lashley, triple threat at Mania... No, I don't want that. Oh, I do. Current Lashley versus McIntyre... Nice, yeah, but my, uh, because you've, got, you've I, then I got a very like... interesting threat for McIntyre because you've got the physical threat, 
Yeah. And then you've got this other, this other opportunist as well, who's the current champ. The, 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 prob the, prob the problem with that sort of triple threat for Mania means that it's obviously no disqualification then, which means that that's the one thing that Miz can use to kind of level the playing field for there him. Is that. But I feel like Lashley versus McIntyre will take the spotlight and Miz will get pushed to the side again, just exactly like fucking what happened when it was him versus Cena at Mania and he wasn't there for the spotlight. He was there as a fucking stepping stone for Cena Rock. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, honest to goodness, even if this is like transitional, I'm just I'm so happy for, for the I'm guy. I'm glad for the boy. He deserves it. However, if we right. do get that triple threat, I'm t I'm telling you this now. My prediction is Lashley. It depends where on the card it will be. I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling Edge Reigns is going to be the main event. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Will. But if if Lashley becomes champion, I, I, what's the one match we've been waiting moment, for? At this moment in time, I'm not even sure they'd put the belt on Edge. Which is why I didn't want Edge Reigns. But yeah, well. Anyway, that has been there. the end, ladies and gentlemen, of Elimination Chamber 2021. Before we wrap this up, quick scores around the doors. Mr. John Turbo Finley marks out ten. Um. Uh, well, I think uh, because I was saying it was a decent match, uh, decent kind of like uh, pay per view, and whatnot. Judging by everything that we said, I'm gonna give it a seven. Kev, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, the elimination chambers make up for how bad the two middle matches were, in my opinion. Um, and you know the ending is pretty good as well, so I'll take that as well. Um, but yeah. That has been Elimination Chamber 2021 from Last Minute Kickout. We've had John Turbo Finley. Thank you. We've had Kevin Eva. Yes, we have. Myself, Pete Titans Green Nemico, and we will be back for AEW Revolution Predictions will be the next one we'll be here for, guys, in a couple of weeks. So find us all on the social medias, etc., and we'll see you next time.